is time for another episode of Mojo Weekly. I am John. Hey there, and I'm Joshua. Hey, there he is. And uh, we are going to bring you the news and all that's good for this week. So let's get right into it. Josh, are you excited for a next generation of gaming consoles? Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm assuming you're talking about the Ouya 2. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> and, the... and, and the Sega Dreamcast 2. Yeah, yeah. I, right? I, I, so that's what we're I talking about? I wasn't thinking about the Dreamcast 2, but the Ouya 2 for sure is something I've been waiting for. But really what we're talking about is the PS5. Um, it had been rumored for a long time that Sony would be uh, announcing something in early June. And sure enough, this week, uh, Sony will be uh, showing off at least some PS5 games. So uh, they said, uh, you know, they've showed us the DualSense wireless controller. And uh, But what is a launch without games? So they're excited to say that they will be giving us a first look at what we'll be playing on the PS5. When it launches worldwide this holiday, so um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked. A next gen is always fun. Um, it's it's kind of weird though because I've always thought that Sony's launch titles with um, console launches have always been pretty weak. I agree, man. Um, I haven't been excited about Sony launch titles in fucking I don't know ever maybe my but, entire uh, life. Yeah, I, I can't think of a single. <laughs> Was it Shadow Hearts? I think I got that with the PS2 launch, and I'm like, well, this is a waste of my time. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was Eco, right? Eco. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, that was a good oh, one. And let's not forget the Bouncer. Hey! Hey! Uh, <laughs> that was a classic. So this... Uh, uh, beat him up. <laughs> this uh, digital showcase will run for a little more than an hour, and for the first time... We'll be bringing everybody together virtually, you know, due to pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. you know, they, they're, they're saying a lot about games uh, and, uh, you know, and that's really what I'm most interested to uh, in to in C is, uh, but I'd also like to hear about the price, you know, maybe the date, mm. um, but yep. no, gar- no guarantee, no guarantee that we'll hear either of those things. Um, so studios, both larger and smaller, those with newer or those newer studios and more established have all been hard at work developing games and they will be showing off games from all of those types of developers, including, I assume, a bunch of first party. So, yeah, no, that's, that's a big deal. I mean, I mean, definitely something to tune into. Yeah, um, for sure. And I did hear something, too, about um, starting in July, Sony is requiring all PS4 games to be. Um, compatible with both the PS4 and the PS5. So yeah. that's, that's a pretty big news bit there. If you're able to, you know, enjoy games on the PS4, and then when you do get the PS5 at launch, say this, assuming this holiday, um, mm-hmm. you can continue playing those on your PS5, which is pretty cool um, because everyone has been super hush-hush on Sony's side about backwards compatibility. Like, I have no idea why on earth all of these digital games that people are picking up why they wouldn't just be able to just log into their account on PS5 and re-download those same games or, you know, transfer them over or whatever. I, I can't imagine people being super excited to jump into another console generation with, say, a couple dozen games available and not having the yeah. entire library again. Like, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, will, uh, I will riot if I've got a, I've got a massive uh, library of PS4 <clears throat> digital games and... Uh, not being yeah. able to move those onto my PS5 would uh, really, really uh, stick in my craw. 
<laughs> yeah, it would. But they've they've not said anything. I mean, Microsoft has um, been pretty vocal about it. They're like, yep, you're going to be able to download everything. You're going to be able to play your discs from Xbox One at 360 yeah. to, you know, all the way up to the new stuff. And that's like, hmm, so, why so is Sony being so hush hush about this? So they've addressed I'm not going to buy. I'm not oh, going to go buy Shovel Knight for a seventh time. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I mean, I will, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> um, they did They did mention uh, like about a month ago or so that they're working on uh, working on making it. So the vast majority of PS4 games will be backward compatible. Um, what I want to oh, see... Cool. What I want to see is I want to I want to see um, a reasonable competitor to Game Pass for the PlayStation because mm. um, for me like Game Pass or uh, Xbox One is like the killer app. It's really the only thing I use my Xbox One for is uh, Game Pass because it's such a remarkable service. So I'm hoping that mm. uh, Sony either like beefs up PlayStation Now, right, or uh, or has some sort of uh, uh, viable alternative. Um, so Sony went on to, uh, you know, they mentioned that, yes, they are looking for a global launch this fall. Um, and then yep. re- regarding price, they were talking about, um, you know, it's hard to release a new console with, you know, the economic conditions and they don't know what, you know, how deep the recession is going to be this fall. And, and uh, sure. so this is, uh, this is, uh, what's his name? Jim Ryan from Sony he says, I think the best way we can address this is by providing the best possible value proposition that we can. And then he clarifies, I don't necessarily mean lowest price. Value com- value is a combination of many things. In our area, it means games. It means number of games, depth of games, breadth of games, quality of games, price of games. So I think that's, mm. if, I, if I'm reading between the lines here, I, I'm thinking, that, this is just speculation on my part, but it, it seems like they're softening the blow for, we might not be the cheapest uh, this time <laughs> around. They're softening the blow to have us all prepared for the 3DO type of pricing, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll see. Would so, you look at this value? Would you spend $1,400 on this? Oh, I sure would. Well, you won't have to because it's only $999. Oh, my I, God. I love that your references today have so far been the Ouya and 3DO. Love it. I love it. Hey, man. It's, I, I talk about what I know. And I only know massive structured economic failures. That is my forte. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, Street Fighter Five. I know this game takes a lot of shit, but I love Street Fighter Five. I, I don't care about any of the pricing structure, all that stuff. It plays well, and that's really what I care about. I, I really, I really dig how Street Fighter Five plays. So I'm just going to get that out of the way before I get to the news. Uh, mm. So Street Fighter Five will be releasing one last season. Uh, of new characters and it is uh, going to be called season five naturally because there were four before that and you know season five with a v you know right street fighter five. Oh yeah oh i like and, it and there will yeah. be and there will be v five roman numeral five more characters added to the roster nice um three new stages I these uh these new rosters are these new roster people are they uh-huh. characters from street fighter the movie like uh, the characters from the movie? Is that what we're I, doing? The digitized characters from the movie? I think Jean-Claude Van Damme is coming. Um, Otherwise, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you, just, you just keep pulling out those deep cuts. I love it. <laughs> uh, so three new uh, stages are also being planned. 
Um, so that's all for now. They don't have any more in- information, uh, but uh, mm. they will. They will be uh, details will be coming soon. You can also be part of Street Fighter history and create your own costume design for Street Fighter Five. Beginning now through July twenty first, you can submit your costume design for any of the forty mm. characters in the champion champion edition, and two winners will be nice. selected. And the winning designs will be made available in the game. So just go to the official Street Fighter V webpage and you can learn all about that. That's cool. Nice. You know? uh, That's Samurai, cool. Samurai Showdown, another, another great fighting series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, feel yeah like you can, I, I feel like you can get Samurai Showdown anywhere, right? You, you can get it on like your watch, I feel like, these days. You can get it anywhere. <laughs> Um, but if, so. that, so. if, if that's not enough for you, a new collection of Samurai Showdown games is coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, and of course, uh, Epic Games Store, uh, because they just like giving shit away for free, um, you'll be able to get it for free on the Epic Game Store if you're a PC gamer. Uh, the game is going to be called Samurai Showdown Neo Geo Collection. It'll come out on Steam on, July, on June 18th. And PS4 and Switch on July 28th uh, for 40 bucks. Um, nothing was mentioned about Xbox One at first, but I'm pretty sure they went back and uh, confirmed yes, also on Xbox One on uh, nice. uh, July 28th. Um, but on Very June cool. ele- on cool. June 11th is when you'll get it free on the Epic Game Store. Nice. So uh, the collection includes. I six- those are all digitals. Uh, Digital releases for everything. Is there? Boy, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see here if it has a as a physical edition, but it includes all six Neo Geo iterations of the classic fighting series, plus a completed version of Samurai Showdown Five Perfect, which is an unreleased game that was supposed to be the final Neo Geo title. That's pretty neat. Way right? to way to dodge the important question. <laughs> uh, each game has online modes and includes both Japanese and English arcade versions. There's also a museum featuring interviews with developers, uh, music, uh, development documents, and more. So that's neat. I think it's neat. That is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I, I'm curious about like the, so the Epic's game store, does that work at all with Steam? Like, is that a thing like where it's separate available on Steam? So they're like, there's okay. they're like separate storefronts and Epic has been, uh, in order to get people to use Epic Game Store, they've just been giving shit away for free like crazy. Like I, mm. I think Civilization Six is up there for free right now. Last week it was GTA Five. I did 5. see it. Yeah, yeah. So That's they're right, like yeah. they're just like uh, just giving everybody all the free tastes. You know, the first taste is free, and then uh, you know luring mm. them back. So different That's ecosystem than Steam. Uh, and then uh, next up. Uh, what do you, how do you feel about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? Ever play that one? Oh yeah, that's actually one of my favorite GameCube games, and a lot of people would go on and on about how. I mean, it was interesting because it was very polarizing. There was some group yeah. of people that loved it, and they would talk about how much fun it was. And then there's a very large group of people that hated it because it's not a very Final Fantasy Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Um, and the elements of the multiplayer are kind of messed up because there's someone that has to carry a bucket around. Someone will be delegated to bucket bitch and that's just what they got to be. And yeah. um, I think it's a fun, it's a fun one player game um, because you can kind of continue on doing the storyline or whatever with one character. And then you can transfer all of your memory card characters over to one um, and play four players and go through the game uh, multiplayer that way. And it was difficult because everyone had to play multiplayer on the GameCube using a Game Boy Advanced if you wanted to play multiplayer. Yeah. Or you had to 
Jimmy Riggs some crazy like um shit I said Jimmy Rigg. Anyway, I said Jimmy Riggs some huge <laughs> like um <laughs> big uh combination of GameCubes and connectors and all sorts of stuff to play multiplayer um yeah. with multiple TVs and all sorts of stuff. Um and it was really difficult. It was a very expensive task to to play multiplayer. And yeah. a lot of people didn't like that and a lot of people, you know, couldn't afford to play it that way. Um but I did and I, I was I um I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a great game, great graphics, awesome music. Um, I just thought that the experience overall was really cool and it added a different element of sort of a stressful element of having to stay outside of that miasma stream with that bucket. And so I really liked the game. And when they announced that an HD remake was coming out on the Nintendo Switch with online capabilities where you could play with your friends, I mean, it was that game was intended for that. It, like yeah. it was really built that way for consoles before those abilities were necessarily like like really well thought out at that point and such a long time ago. And it was also the first game that Square had made, you know, with Nintendo for a Nintendo console since the big breakup during the 32 slash 64 bit era. So Hmm. like I was really on that train. I got the strategy guide. I got the game day one launch. Me and my friends hung out and played it, you know, here in Merrill (laughs) and uh, just, just, just loved it. And um, yeah, it's not perfect, but I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. And I think it'll be a really cool experience. Well, I've got great news for you. It is coming to the United States day and date with its Japanese release on August 27th. Uh, and it is coming yes. for PS4, Switch, and even iOS and Android. So how about that? Oh, my God. Yeah, awesome. so the PS4 and what? Switch really? versions. Yeah, totally. Uh, PS4 what? and That's Switch crazy. versions will also be, uh, will be available both physically and digitally. Um, so I feel like you gave a good rundown of what the game's all about for people who don't know. But here's what's improved. So we've got improved visuals. Uh, we've got new character voiceovers, online multiplayer with crossplay, uh, new oh, yeah. challenge, new challenging dungeons, uh, and new mimic features. So by collecting stamps, visiting Moogle houses, or completing difficult dungeons, you'll get memory crystals, which you can use to change your character's appearance to that of various characters you'll meet in your adventure. So. You can add some pizzazz to your party. Yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about those little announcements there. Square, you better not mess this up. It's already messed up enough. <laughs> and then I've got one final bit of news, and I just thought I'd toss this in there since we brought this game up the last couple episodes. Tetris Effect. Uh, you can now get the soundtrack for free. Um, as of uh, as of just the other day, uh, you can listen to the full soundtrack for free. That's 40 tracks, including up to two hours and 51 minutes of music. Uh, and it's the official complete soundtrack you can get for free on uh, YouTube. Um, and it's also, nice. of course, uh, available for digital purchase through Amazon, you know, iTunes, Google Play, and all that stuff. But it's a great soundtrack. So if you've not played the game and you've not heard it, uh, just give that a Google search and it'll come up for free. Lots of great tunes on that. It is an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, for real. It's good stuff. I think the experience overall, like I played it on the console on PS4 and on VR through for the Oculus. And like, I think half of the experience is the music. It's one of those games where it's just like, it's like Res, it's like Tetris, yeah. uh, you know, it's like the music goes along with it so well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. The best experience it. since Clax. <laughs> since Clax. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. <laughs> All right. That's it for the news. Let's go up to the new releases. 
All right, so Josh, we got some stuff coming out here this week. Stop me, stop me when you're interested. All right, here we go. I'm because I'm gonna plow through them. We got uh, liberate liberated for the Switch. Little town, little town hero for PS4. Valorant for PC. All right, here's one for you. Awesome P2. P as in like yeah, the P, that. The, the P you eat. Like a, the princess and the P, not like the P that you would see. Trent, the, that I don't you, know. That you, I, is, you know what our, I was going to say? I was going to go directly. How is our audience? Not like, the, not like the P that you drink. That's what, that's what I just said. <laughs> that's the first, that's the first thing that popped in my head. What is wrong with me? I'm a deviant bastard. That's what's wrong with me. <laughs> the pee that you drink. That's amazing. I was going to ask what kind of audience we have because uh, I'm still kind of new here, so I get to play the new guy card. But uh, would your audience not be necessarily, you know, pee drinkers against the idea? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you said not the one that we eat or drink, but I don't. I still, I'm still not sure. <laughs> I, I think we got. I think we got a lot of pee drinkers in our audience. Um, so okay. that's coming out for uh, all consoles on June 3rd. Uh, Pro, Pro Cycling Manager 2020 uh, for PS4, Xbox, and PC. <laughs> I don't know. And speaking wow. of cycling, is it like cycling season? Because uh, same day, Tour de France 2020 comes out on PS4 and Xbox. So I think it uh, is cycling season. It must Springtime. be. And then uh, this is the big one for me. This uh, this one I've already pre-purchased on my Switch. No joke. I'm super excited for this one. Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics on the Switch. Well, tell me more about that. What are the 51 classics? Oh, man, it's everything. It's like card games, board games. You know, it's it's 51 classics. <laughs> what more do you oh need, God. man? It's like Go, Chess. <laughs> uh oh, nice. like all that stuff man you can play uh, and and then what's cool is you can um you can link up like if you have multiple people with switches you can lay your switches down on the table and kind of link up the switches together so it's like a creates like a bigger board oh, bigger table kind of thing you know if you're into that oh, sort, very of, cool. sort of deal yeah and, and so clubhouse games yeah. i think it first came out on the ds <laughs> and uh and i loved it because not only does it have all these like classic card games and board games you know i mean it's got solitaire and all that shit on it but it also uh has really really good tutorials so you if you've always been wanting to learn how to play go for example um it's got really nice uh tutorials and demonstrations on how to start learning how to play that game you know same with chess let's nice. say you never let's say you never got into chess and you've always wanted to play chess it's got really good uh guides and stuff on it so there's a cool games and, cool. and I and I preloaded it onto my switch because I'm like I'm not going to buy the cartridge this is something that I'm just going to want to play from time to time and I don't want to have to hunt down a cartridge yep. for it you know so it uh, seemed like a good downloadable uh, moving along endurance uh, I have no idea what that is on iOS and Android and then mm. finally the switch is getting a port of the excellent RPG uh, the Outer Worlds I still have not tried Outer Worlds on anything. I'm curious now, is that going to have to be pulled back quite a bit as far as like resolution and graphics and stuff like that too? I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like they've been making some really nice switch ports of some of these games. If you think about like the Bethesda titles, like, uh, um, yeah, uh, like uh, Doom, Doom. And... yeah, like Doom and 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 uh, and Wolfenstein and all that stuff. You know, they're not they're yep. not perfect by any means, but they're pretty impressive for a little Switch, right? Yeah, totally. That little I heard about um, 
the, the download if you were to get the dig, if you were to get the the digital version of uh, Outer Worlds is like forty gigs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so switches don't come with a whole lot of space. On yeah, them. so you gotta you get yourself have, like, a nice, card. nice fat SD card. Which luckily the prices on those things are coming way down these days. So. It's true. Those are the new releases for this coming week. It is time, my friend, for the game spotlight. And uh, I believe you recommended we do Ease 8. Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, you can you can talk about East 8 and that's a game that's been out for a little while now um but when i just did a trip to japan uh two months ago i actually picked up east 9. all right um, let's move let's move so on. fuck East 8 let's move right straight to well, East 9. <laughs> well that's the thing um obviously it's only in japanese um yeah. the game is still being translated and it's coming out here in the u.s uh, either later this year or early next year i'm not even sure if they have a date anymore since all of this chaos is going on but um uh from what i've been using i played maybe two or three hours into it um using a little bit of a tutorial online that i found not necessarily game facts but some other people playing it um it's it's a I, it feels like a big step down from east eight it really does really it reminds me more of like it reminds me more of like memories of calceta or or one of these um somewhere between the last couple spin-off or remake ones um, because the intro is so slow and the graphics look more like late era PS3 game than because I thought East 8 like that's the thing about Falcom games is you're not necessarily into it because you want to play something that's state-of-the-art graphically yeah. it's not going to compete with like an uncharted game or you know or whatever like it looks great and it plays great and it's fast it's good action the storylines are fun and it's Adol you know or Adol Adol Christian and his adventure um, but like um, this one man I, I don't know it's really slow uh the pacing is really weird um you do get to do a little bit of action stuff but there's tons of dialogue which I've, obviously i can't understand i don't speak japanese very well at all um but i don't know um i tried it for two or three hours and i said i don't know like uh, east 8 had had a had a way more interesting introduction um the gameplay was more uh fast-paced the graphics look better and that's weird that you take a step back graphically maybe it's just how the game works in terms of like translating it and bringing it over for a more full version to compete in the U.S. market, which I guess could be uh, yeah. maybe like Jeff, maybe Japan got like a beta version of it, you know, like, um, I don't know, man, it's, it's weird. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on like the, the, the newer East games as a whole, like in comparison to what we grew up with? Um, so I own Ease 8 um, for Switch. I only played probably maybe an hour of it. Um, Okay. And and uh, so I I don't have a lot to say about it other than I put it down and I just somehow for whatever reason I never went back I don't know why but I remember <laughs> I remember that intro being dreadfully slow and I was like can we can we move along here can we pick up the pace a little are you bit? talking about the the boat the boat yeah scene where you're yep. on the boat and you're just talking to people and they're like here's a task go deliver some hors d'oeuvres to these people and you're like <laughs> yeah. where am I even supposed to walk. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I agree. That's probably good. That's like a half an hour, an hour. Um, but there's the big climax that comes directly after it, and then it just picks up. Like, and, yeah. and that's the thing too. I think, I think I felt the same thing. I felt like a little like this doesn't feel like East. Like, like when I yeah. played East, it was like you know one and two and three and 
you know, even four when when that finally I played the Japanese version of that all the way through, and then you know it kind of dropped off for a long time until E6, which still had that East feel to it. Mm -hmm. um, and, yep. and they're quick games; they're fast. And they I couldn't are. get into Memories of Kel Memories of Kelsetta was the one uh, remake of four. Yeah, um, I actually I enjoyed I that one for the same reason. Yeah, I got I couldn't get into it for the same reason. It was like an hour or two into it, and it just felt slow and sluggish, and there's. I don't know. I played it on the freaking Vita, and uh, that was yeah. one of the main things I got. The Vita 4 was to play yeah. a portable version of that, which is supposed to be super impressive, and I just yep. couldn't get into it. And I, I was uh, like, nope, I don't want it anymore. I did the same <laughs> thing. On, on the Vita, I uh, on the Vita, I played through Oath and Felgana, uh, the one you were just talking nice. about, freaking Zilsetta, um, and then uh, <laughs> Ease, Ease 7. I like blasted through all of those in just a couple of weeks, which is very unlike me. I, I was... You know, it usually takes me an eternity to get through a game, but sure. Um, but I, these games are quick; they're fast paced, and and uh, and I really enjoyed all three of them. Um, but uh, so I do need to give Ease Eight another chance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would recommend it. I would recommend it. It's good. It, it actually, and so it's interesting too because um, another game that we could have chatted about was Fantasy Star Online Two, which is out yep. now on PC. It came out last week, or maybe it was a week before. Um, and that had been demoed and, and, and betaed in, um, on Xbox for the console version in the U.S. The first time the U.S. is officially, quote-unquote, getting uh, Fantasy Star Online. And it's a weird thing to say, but I, there's actually a lot of similarities between East 8, at least the first, like, 10 hours of the game, and some worlds in some areas of Fantasy Star Online. It's just the ocean view, the type of monsters you battle, the way that it feels, like, it's similar. And, and I can kind of take one game, get frustrated with it, and then just bounce off and play PSO, uh, PSO yeah. two now, and it's kind of this thing yeah. I've been doing lately. Um, yeah. Because I gave up on East nine because I want to get through East eight properly all the way, yeah. and then get, get back to East nine, a proper version of East nine when I can actually understand a little bit more of it. Um, yeah. In between that, um, I'm enjoying Fantasy Star Online two a lot too, and that's free on on you know on PC. It's free on Xbox One, um, yep. and it's a complete full game. It's a real game. You can definitely pay some money to get some fancy looking costumes or whatever, but it does not help you in any way. Um, well, I know how you like, I know how you like to accessorize. You're a big accessorizer. <laughs> well, absolutely. It's a free that's, game, but I've already spent $400 on it. No, that's, how I'm, that's, how, that's how I'm, that's how I'm pigeonholing you this week. First time it was, uh, you were big into anime. <laughs> Last time you were a car guy. This time you're Mr. Accessorize. I mean, that's right. All right. Yeah, All right. A, not much of a car guy, man. Yeah, but I, I don't know. East 9, I, I definitely am looking forward to it. Um, I've already played it. I've gotten kind of a sneak peek into it. And, dude, I'm just not impressed. And if you didn't like East 8's like, intro and you thought that was slow, this one's going to kill yeah. you, dude. Like, you just be bored. Like, what's still, wrong, Falcom? Come on. I'll still like, buy it simply oh. because of my freaking, uh, my turbo, my turbo graphics uh, fanboyism and nostalgia. Well, the nice thing is, if it does come out in the U.S. after July, it's got to be playable on the ps5 so you're good to there go, you man. go there you go all right josh i uh I've, i i try to end this with a last question for you um oh and I'm, uh, this one this one involves a little bit of context so um just this last oh week uh a japanese technology journalist Zen, uh, zenji nishikawa teased that he will have a huge scoop on the level of Wired's initial Ooh, PlayStation man. 5 article in the June 4th uh, in the June 4th issue of Famitsu. And his comments were as follows. He says, My next article in or my column in next week's issue of Famitsu is crazy. I got a huge scoop. It's a world premiere article and an exclusive. 
If you want to know if it's a ba- if it's a scoop that's big, it totally is. Uh, it's a scoop from a game company that everyone loves. An insane scoop. He goes on and says scoop, scoopity, scoop, scoop, scoopsy about 50 times. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then a little bit ago, or a little bit later, he also slipped up and mentioned uh, that it has to do with Sega. So, Josh, uh, we already, like, joked around about Dreamcast 2. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that one off the table. I want you to tell me, I want yep. you to tell me what his big scoopity scoop poop poop scoop scoopity Kanye West poop is. All right. <clears throat> so uh, the big scoopity poop 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 is, and I have insider knowledge on this too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you that do. Sega is fire sailing off all of their IPs and Microsoft is a major consumer of most of them. This is your inside scoop. So you got a, You got an uncle who works for uh, Microsoft. I, I, I have no, not an uncle, but a great long distant, um, a, pe- a, a friend who worked there who I sold a pet to and the pet is <laughs> this, there. And so, all right. This sounds even fucking more, uh, more suspect than saying you have an uncle. I sold a pet to a guy <laughs> who used to work there. <laughs> all right. So no, I have no idea. Obviously my dream is of course the Dreamcast too. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think Microsoft is either buying Sega or Nintendo's buying Sega or I, I, so I've heard that rumor as well, you know, like, but I, I like, that's not how people announce acquisitions through an article in a fucking Japanese game magazine. You know, that's just not how it happens. It's true. So uh, I am not buying that bullshit art or that bullshit theory. Uh, and I'm, I'm calling you mm. out on it. <laughs> oh my God. That's um, fine. I, that's fine. I, ne- I never claimed and I never claimed to be a smart man. I think this guy, I think this guy's just yanking our chain. He's got probably a fun story about Sega and their 60th anniversary, which takes place a day before this uh, article drops. Um, So maybe Sega, maybe Sega is releasing something cool for their 60th anniversary. I know they've been doing a lot of PR and marketing and, and social media stuff in, uh, in regards to like their 60th anniversary and like their legacy content and whatnot. So Um, I feel like maybe they'll release a 60th anniversary collection or something like that. Um, here's what I want it to be. I want it to be a Saturn mini. That's what I want. It's not, but that's what I want. That would be awesome. It won't be, but yeah, that'd be great too. All right, man. So that's Mojo Weekly. Here's where you can find us, mojomenace.com, where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. Go there, uh, and you can get the link to our Discord, uh, chat room. So join us in the chat room. Uh, no assholes there. And if there are assholes, we punt them immediately. It's pretty great. Um, and then uh, where else? Oh, we're on Twitter at super the hardest. Uh, we are, or sorry, at Mojo Menace. Jesus, change that. At Mojo Menace. Uh, we are on Facebook, unfortunately, Mojo Menace. Uh, follow our YouTube channel where you can see uh, Mojo Show uh, amongst other videos. And uh, oh, and Dave created an Instagram the other day. I don't know what he's going to do with it. So if you're on Instagram, Mojo Menace, I guess. Josh, where nice. the, can they where can they find you personally? Um, you can always continue the conversation with me on the Twitterverse at underscore Joshua Turbo. All right, and uh, I mean, if you want to just find my own personal. Uh, Twitter, it's at King Drool. So you can do that. All right. Talk to you next week. See you guys.